Remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor. All righty. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Caped Podcast. I am D'Angelo Reyes of the Caped Officer Board, and we got the usual suspects here today to uh, give you some fresh and new and exciting conversation. <laughs> Today's topic, uh, we're going to discuss food because, hey, I'm really hungry right now and I haven't eaten anything today and uh, it's on my mind. So, yeah, let's try it out. Uh, I know, Haley, you're, you got to dip out first. So I guess if you want to start. Oh, that's pressure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what um, kind of food are we talking about, Angelo? I genuinely don't know. Well, we're talking theme so park like food, right? Theme park food? Are oh, we no. talking like... What's your we're, favorite dinner? We're talking yeah? fine gourmet. Now we're what talking theme park food. What you have for breakfast food. this morning? No, we, we, are, we are talking theme park food. Like a sit-down restaurant or like a quick service, like snack? I don't know. Pick your all poison. We want to hear all of them. All of them, okay. Um, my favorite snack... Okay, I have two favorite snacks. Um, Dole Whip, because I love Dole Whip, <laughs> um, and Mickey Ice Cream Bar, because they're my favorites. Um, they're also on my phone case, which is Solid. my favorite. Um, sit down. I really like, um, okay, I also have two options for sit down, too. My, the best meal that I've had in the Disney parks is um, at Club 33, <laughs> <laughs> okay which is really good but if i had to choose a place where people could go <laughs> blue bayou <laughs> okay i'm Haley, and i go to Club all right we, we're <laughs> already starting with the subtle Twice. flex here <laughs> but what did you get at club 33 because for, for the I rest guess? of us that'll never make it inside like what's there well, well speak for yourself yeah, that, that, that's... <laughs> kai's been i don't know i don't remember like I do remember, but like you don't it, remember. I've I've gone twice and it changed. <laughs> so I'll get. I have a picture of the menu, but I'll get back to you on that. Well, you had it here first, folks. We have an insider. <laughs> we have two insiders. So, all right, Christian, you're up. All right, so snack foods. Uh, we'll start with that. Um, I don't know if any of you guys follow all of the the Disney, you know, propaganda accounts on on Instagram or whatever. Whoa, 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 whoa! I have to stop you right there. You cannot say Disney propaganda accounts if you're referring to the official Disneyland park accounts. If you're referring to all the fake accounts, you can call them propaganda accounts. They're like the the like Disney Family Home ones. That's that's kind of those, those are, are accounts. Chipping Company propaganda, Mice Chat propaganda, etc. The the official Disneyland, Disney Plus, those are fine. Disney Home, not I really. love Mice Chat, okay? The Great Places, propaganda. Um, there's your hot take for the day. Uh, they put up recently a recipe for the Disneyland churros. Oof. And uh, that just sparked some sort of joy. Um, yeah, you can make those at home. They're not hard. They turn out pretty good. They're, they're not Disneyland. They're, they're pretty close. So that's, that's the best, I think, snack food in the park. And that's coming uh, not because I have family members who have worked on the churro carts for 20 years, but because they actually are some of the best. Do you have family members that worked on the churro carts for 20 years? I do. Um, 
Yeah, really? my uncle has been a churro salesman. I think he just moved to Carsland selling fruit now, but uh, it's not so the that same. was always a, a family thing is going to go stop by and say hi. You have a you have a stake in the uh, the churro industry. I do. Congratulations. Um, <laughs> I'm personally connected to churros. Um, for actual meals, um, I think my number one meal in the Club Thirty Three, or you know most of those those high end restaurants, I'm gonna have to go with the Monte Cristo sandwich mm. at uh, French choice in in New Orleans Square. Oh, heck yes. That is solid all the time. <laughs> all right, Francis. <laughs> all right. I really haven't thought about this at all, so this is like... Neither have I. Perfect. Uh, well, snack-wise, this is personal to me, um, but coffee is very important to me. So I like going to the Starbucks getting myself a nice drink, and then, like, slurping on that while we're walking around. So, like, that really is what gets me through the day when I go to Disneyland. I like churros, Dole Whip. Those are all delicious, too. I feel like those are the classics. Oh, I do like, uh, there's, like, that one place, you know, a Pixar Pier where they have the, like, it's, like, Paradise Grill or something right next to Goofy Sky School. Excuse me, uh, that's Paradise Gardens Park, uh, not uh, Pixar. Whatever. Okay, but... Oh, shut up. <laughs> There's like a <laughs> restaurant Great there. storytelling moments of Pixar Pier. Let's create a new sub. Well, that place has like food, I think. I've been there once. It was nice. Don't know if any of you guys can relate. I, I have been there a few times and it's it's pretty good. I can agree. Yeah, I haven't had the the really nice, like, the Monte Cristo sandwich. Haven't had that before, but I really want to try it next it time. It is very good. Very strong recommend. It's, it's, yeah. I've heard good things. We did that for my prom dinner back in high school. What? Okay. Wait, what? Oh, you went all right. To yeah, we, we did prom. prom and went to Disneyland, and so that was our, our prom dinner. I would have much rather have gone to Which, Disneyland than prom. If, if All right. you, uh, if anyone listening to this is going to prom anytime soon, I strongly recommend that. They're, they're not. They're, they're not. not. <laughs> no, oh, no proms have happened, Christian. No, they're not. Yeah, that's, that's, that's <laughs> just even where it hurts. Definitely not happening. <laughs> but, you know, we're, we're going to have one person like 20 years from now who's going to find an old recording of this. You're all going to be proven wrong here. I really hope not. Well, <laughs> that would be really sad. I personally yeah. apologize for laughing at you, Christian. What were you going to say? Um, strong recommend to Disney Prom because while well, I was thought of as a bodyguard for some reason um, for my date, she was stopped as a princess by a bunch of little girls. So, oh, that's cute. You know, Disney magic in every way. Oh, character attendant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got to be the bodyguard. Um, people asked me for like when when she would be back for signatures. It was great. Did you did you tell them? You know, <laughs> I I kind of put her on the spot and made her sign things. But what? Oh, she appreciated it. It was fine. Well, as long as both parties were uh, uh, approving, then that's good. That's good. Uh, Garrett, 
Oh man. I mean, okay. Snacks. I mean, pretty much everyone has already said that, you know, my go-tos, which are the uh Dole Whip, of course, Mickey ice cream bars, of course. Churros is my personal favorite, actually. Snack. Although it's more of a toss-up, I think, for um between churros and the Mickey beignets. God, mm. those beignets are so good. Terrible for you, but so good. Um quick service. I actually really like um Cozy Cone in Carsland. Um especially the as far as drinks goes, I really like Red's Apple Freeze, which um also known as LeFou's Brew for those of you Walt Disney World people. Uh very good. Um and of course their mac and cheese is also amazing. Uh sit down uh Blue Bayou. Um Blue Bayou and Carthay. I mean, of course they're not very cheap, but they're very good. Although I've heard good things about um Lamplight Lounge. Uh I got a couple of drinks there when um last time I was in the parks, which feels like so long ago. Jesus. Wait, alcoholic drinks? Yeah. Which one was your favorite? Oh man. I forget what I had there, honestly. I only really remember the um I'll have to pull up the menu here. I'll do that and let you know. But um but my favorite alcoholic drink in the parks by Pars Ogas. I mean the um God, what is it? The uh, Jedi mind trick yeah. is great. The Fuzzy Tauntaun is my favorite. For those of you who don't know, the Fuzzy Tauntaun, it has these like, these like weird, like, I forget what they call them. They're like bit, like bitters or something. Yeah. But it, it's like this foam that they put on top. And when you eat it, it makes your mouth numb. Like oh. it actually, like it numbs your tongue and like your lips and every, like you can't feel your mouth. It's so weird. But uh, I love it. It's great. In it's reality, great. they just put numbing agent inside the drink. I mean, yeah, that's probably what it is, honestly. Something. And hey, Kai, you you're looking hungry over there. What 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 interests you? Well, okay. Um, here's my hot take of the day. I don't think Dole Whip's that good. Nor do I think churros are that good. Nor do I think that any of the food you get at OD- ODV carts is really that good. Well, hot take. So uh, my favorite snack at the resorts at uh, Disneyland Park and Resort is um, the Bow. It is new in Tropical Hideaway. Oh my God! Yes. Oh, yes. so good. Got some. Wait, okay. Yes. I did not like it that much. Gasp! It's just so. It's just a, such a nice. It's it's a sultry flavor. I, I, I could understand where where perhaps those with less cultured tastes would. <laughs> Whoa, whoa, all right. Whoa. I mean, it's mouth. it's not like real bow, but like it's fine enough for where it is. You know what? We're we're standing for representation here. Yeah, yeah. they tried. I mean, they, they put Vietnamese food in the park, and I'm okay with it. Really? You're okay with it being like shitty food? It's decent. It's theme park food. We're not expecting high class. Your theme park food, you're either paying thirty dollars a plate, or you know what you're getting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wine That's fair. true. Francis has given up and muted herself. 
I'm not very good at arguing. Like I don't have I don't have the knowledge, but I just did not think they were that good. So that's what I, I actually did. like the bow more than I do the Bengal barbecue skewers anymore. When oh they, no way! Um, when they reformatted the Bengal, okay, you guys might not have been recently enough to so Bengal barbecue's menu has been reformatted. Oh, and when they did that, they they changed some kind of supplier, or they something is different now with the Bengal barbecue skewers, and it is not quite the same. Oh man, yeah, no, I love the Bengal barbecue skewers a lot. Yeah, so if I if I want a quick snack, then I'll I'll get a bow. Um, For quick service restaurants, uh, I'm going to I'm going to throw it out to our our new friends, uh, Satuli Canteen in Pandora over at Disney World as well as Ronton, Ronto Roasters in uh, Galaxy's Edge. Both, um, Satuli Canteen is, is truly my favorite quick service restaurant. Um, you get these, they're, they're like bowls where you choose a base of protein and um, some toppers. And it's, it's this nice, like solid meal, but also really flavorful. And, and um, like when, when I go with my mom, we always share one and that'll get us through you know half the day but also we get a bunch of different flavors in there and get some really good meat um that's that's still good meat but also uh the ron ron wraps are are delicious let's see what's the last one sit down what is the best sit down restaurant i've ever eaten at i think the best food i've ever had at a sit down restaurant is at the coral reef in epcot um, it's in the, the Living Seas Pavilion. Uh, it's just a, it's a restaurant that backs up to the giant 20,000 gallon tank. So you can see everything going around. And of course it's a seafood restaurant. So thematic, uh, that, that had some really, really good food. Um, but best experience, my favorite, my favorite restaurant overall is the Skipper's Canteen, um, across from the Jungle Cruise in Magic Kingdom. It is exactly what you think it is. Some pretty good food with some pretty bad comedy. Ooh, that sounds like my kind of combo. Yeah. I, mean, I, I remember I walked by there when I was in Magic Kingdom last summer, and I really wanted to go, but it was, like, really expensive. So it's Yeah, that's, that's where I always use my dining coupons. Yeah. 50% off pays off. I guess for me, I mean, I have a, uh, I have a deep personal connection to the Mickey Beignets. Just because I, uh, I, I, I eat like maybe a, a six pack of those every time I go, because they're amazing. And I, I tried like some of the fancy holiday ones, and when I've been, and they're pretty good. But like, I can never stick. Wait, Haley, are you leaving? Yeah. Make your grand exit. Adios. <laughs> and she leaves. Wow. Well, she'll be back. I'll be back next week. Everyone say bye to Haley. Bye, Haley. Show those hands. (laughs) See you later, Haley. Anyways, as I was saying, uh, love the beignets a lot. They're my favorites. Um, Definitely try to uh, find the uh, holiday ones as much as I can because they're they're a fun little mix-up to the usual. Uh, Love the original or the old Bengal barbecue skewers a lot. I have a um I have a guilty pleasure towards the um towards the turkey legs. I don't know why. They're like they're a guilty pleasure food for me. Just cuz they're so dense and like it's a nice image to have walking around. 
in terms of like snacks to have. And um, yeah, in terms of those little ditties, uh, um, in terms of restaurants, I, I don't know why, but I really have a connection to the French market for some reason. I just like their food. It's like, okay. yeah, it's like, it's not bad. And I enjoy it a lot. And I finally tried a Menjula after like years and years of not trying one. And like, I love it a lot too. So that's, um, and they, they pair so well with the beignets. Just that, that little cul-de-sac, that little small cul-de-sac of Disneyland with the, the French market and Haunted Mansion is like my favorite spot ever. But um, yeah, that place is great, which I love. Uh, I, when I was in Magic Kingdom last summer, I went to the uh, Be Our Guest restaurant, which the food was I, but like the theming in there is like top notch. So that like makes it one of my favorite places to go. Um, I feel like we can't have a discussion of food in the Disney parks without talking about the Epcot and DCA food and wine festivals or hmm. the festival. Yeah. Um, I've never been, but I'm very happy they have those because they're very cool. I've been to the DCA one, not Epcot. I've always wanted to go to the Epcot one. I feel so, like, is the Epcot one more, like, legit than the DCA one? Francis and I were there for IAPA during the Food and Wine Festival, and we went to Epcot. Uh, yeah. And Francis had a bit more of the actual experience for Food and Wine, because she could, um, and I couldn't. Okay, no, I didn't. Francis is like, this is news to me. <laughs> Low-key it is. Who was, uh, wait, who were we with? Nicholas. Stood in line forever and got like this weird beer, like this weird German beer, and it was really good. But was that part of the Food and Wine Festival? Yeah. Oh, okay. Got that from one of the festival booths. Yeah, that was good. I don't think. And then we got those Belgian waffles. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Wait, what did I get? I don't even remember what I ate there. You split off um, in Germany with Nicholas, and then Haley and I walked over to Belgium. Yeah. and, but you and Nicholas ended up coming back at different times. So yeah, I, I got know. coffee. Oh, right. At the, uh, that one coffee place. I think it's Joffrey's. Yeah. Yeah. But then where did we have dinner that night? We ended up in, so we went, didn't we do Star Wars Land? We yeah, but then we went back to Epcot. Oh, we went to the chicken place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys you yeah. won't believe this but guy fieri has a chicken nugget place in uh disney springs and it is it really legitimately the best chicken nuggets i've ever had it's so good it's what's the so place good. called chicken guy oh yeah it's called chicken guy i and thought you guys literally like you guys would be talking about this for like weeks when you guys got back i thought you were just talking about it like a stand with a guy selling chicken no, I never made the connection that it's called chicken. That makes I was picturing like a guy with a cart in the lobby of a hotel. Guy Fieri himself selling like the best chicken on the planet. No, literally, there's like Guy Fieri pictures on the wall of him holding chickens, and it says like chicken, and then guy <laughs> with little arrows. God, yeah, all these different sauces. So many sauces. They had they had like at least fifty, I think. Oh my yeah. god, it was it was so good that we went there when we were in the, like, after IAPA one day, and we decided that instead of getting dinner somewhere in the parks, 
that we were going to go to Disney Springs to get this chicken guy food again. <laughs> Dang, yeah. It's that good. It was incredible. Oh. I'm, I'm sad I missed out on this. That would be the one reason for me to go to Disneyland. Just for the chicken. <laughs> well, you'd be sorely misplaced if you were coming to Disneyland for chicken guy, unfortunately. Sorry, Disney World. But, like, what if they opened one in downtown Disney? Didn't, oh, they should. That was a possibility. Didn't you see that somewhere? I saw that they were opening one up in LAX. Oh, so okay. Different than Disney, but... Yeah. Guy Fieri's reach is just spreading across Speaking the world. Speaking of Disney Springs, shout out to Jock Lindsay's Hangar Bar, which is my favorite place to drink in Walt Disney World. Also one of the last remnants of the Adventurers Club. Whoa. So, so. do we want to talk about this? This is actually really interesting. What, yeah. what, what Jock Lindsay's? Or the Adventurers no, no. Club? Like the, the history of Jock Lindsay's Pleasure Island and the Adventurers Club leading into what we now see as Disney Springs. Go sure. Go for it. Okay, so this is, this is a while back. Um, Disney Springs didn't exist as we know it yet. And uh, there was a small shopping district whose name has escaped me at this moment in time. Was it still um, Downtown Disney or before that? No, Downtown Disney was originally just the added area in the 2001 expansion of the Disneyland Resort. The name was then changed in Disney World to match. Uh, and then it became Disney Springs and did it anyways. I changed it anyways. So um, this is, it's, it's um, I can't remember the name, but there's an expansion planned and it's called Pleasure Island. The idea is to expand the interest groups into the nightlife of um, the young adults that are seen attending the resort. So Pleasure Island is going to be essentially a series of thematic bars and restaurants um, focusing on a club style life and, and leisure bars. Um, the most famous of these is open, it's called the Adventurers Club. Mm -hmm. um, it, it is a thematic club set every single day as New Year's Eve in the 1930s. And every single night you can see the New Year's Eve fireworks when the uh, clock strike midnight. The Adventurers Club was also a very unique um, experiment per se in thematic dining experiences as there were actors that wandered around the club in its different rooms and areas um, engaging you in a you know uh, 1930s adventures type uh, setting. So a lot of people have a lot of things that they say came from the Adventures Club, one of those being the SEA, the Society of Explorers and Adventures, which eventually spread to a global storyline across all Disney theme parks, as well as now we have Jock Lindsay's Hangar Bar, um, which is not, it's not the same idea, but it is a remnant of the Adventures Club. Uh, the other thing that is said to have spawned from the idea of the Adventures Club is the Skipper Canteen. We see a lot of the ideals of that, whether it's uh, thematic dining as well as the smaller dining rooms that allow for a more intimate setting. Um, it also just opened up Disney Springs to be more than just a family shopping center. So now today we see a lot of, um, uh, there's Irish pubs and other bars that have taken this scene from, you know, back when it was before Downtown Disney through Downtown Disney and now Disney Springs into something that can be enjoyed by families looking for a break from theme parks as well as young adults looking to find a club or nightlife type scene. Hmm, that's really interesting, but I've never actually heard of um, that before. So learn something new every day. Hey, I definitely look into but there's not like club. clubs in Disney Springs right now. Um, not clubs, not clubs to the point of like um, what the Adventures Club was, where it was like a true 
like what we would see as club but there are bars with live music yeah. and dance floors and stuff i mean like there's that. the edison which is like their nightclub ish thing yeah the edison is probably the closest modern equivalent to the adventurers club uh the edison is more i want to say 1920s but like um idealized 1920s you know um, yeah like um um what's the word swing culture flapper flapper thank you yeah flapper yeah, yeah. do your do your charleston baby in striped suits great yeah. gatsby and the green light and all that stuff that's vibes right there um i wanted to tell a quick little story it's not it's not a story but when i was at um when i was going through disney springs we kind of were my family and i were kind of wandering around because again we don't know disney world at all so we we're just kind of trying to find a place to walk around before we ate dinner and we passed by the uh, planet hollywood like bar that's underneath it that's like on the water or you can see it from the bridge and the entire seating area is empty except for the waiters and like few people at the bar and this guy is just kind of sadly playing guitar on the stage and he's just he, he has the most like upset expression on his face and it just made me a little sad so we were walking across the bridge and i just started clapping and i was like you go and he, he gave me a thumbs up so I think he, he he enjoyed that compliment. So I'm looking out for you, guitar guy from Disney Springs. I hope you're doing okay. You play your music, man. We could do an entire show just on the live entertainment offerings that are not headliners at um, the, the Disney parks around the world. Whether it's, you know, acapella groups in Disney Springs or um, the Pearly Band in, in Fantasyland, each of them has this awesome, unique sound and unique gimmicks that that really make the difference between something like uh, Disney Park and not very Farmer Universal. Yeah, that's true. Um, I did want to mention a non-Disney uh, restaurant I love just for its theming. It's the uh, it's that Universal Monsters restaurant at Universal. Uh, I love that restaurant so much, mostly just because of its theme. But it's a uh, it's food ain't so bad either. Okay, let's 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 divulge for a little bit. Let's head out outside the Disney parks. Um, let's let's go back around and, and, and see what everybody thinks outside the Disney parks. And um, let's, let's, let's make this a little bit harder. If you're going to choose something Harry Potter, you have to choose something outside of Harry Potter as well. Okay, yeah, that can work. I mean, if I were to choose something Harry Potter, it'd probably be like, oh gosh. I mean, the only, rest, the only restaurant there is what? The Three Broomsticks, right? They've got the three broomsticks and they've got the uh, tavern in Diagon Alley. Um, uh, well, I've only been to the three broomsticks, which I, I enjoy. It's like, it's hefty. I like it. Both of them are the same like restaurant, just with a different name. Mm-hmm. Ooh, a message. Um, yeah, but I, I enjoy the three broomsticks a lot. I, what's a funny story, I actually really didn't like butterbeer the first time I tried it. And I, it took me a while to warm up to it, but... I dig it now. I have a soft spot for the uh, the food at uh, Jurassic, the Jurassic Park areas, kind of anywhere. <laughs> I know nuggets. Dino nuggets. <laughs> Can't go wrong with that. They have dino nuggets there. <laughs> of course, they can't pass that opportunity. It's so perfect. I guess, but I don't know. Are they like the the dino nuggets that you could buy at like Costco or something, or are they nicer? No, they're lower quality. Quality. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that the Costco ones are even worse. <laughs> All right, Christian, you're unmuted. 
Yes, I am. Um, so I don't have a whole lot of like memorable experience with a lot of theme park food that isn't Disney. But uh, for some reason, I've got a weird spot for at Knott's Berry Farm in, uh, in Buena Park. Um, they have a, next to their, their Jaguar roller coaster is a little carne asada fries booth. Um, they're not amazing. Never mind. <laughs> but they're pretty good. And, you know, for saying a lot. Um, um, so, I don't know. It's just a, it's a, it's a nostalgia thing. I went there with my friends a bunch when I was in high school. And uh, there's there's some good memories of standing outside of that. It's just kind of a central point. It's decent food. Something. It's the only one that I remember, so that's what I'm talking about. Lovely. Uh, I did want to say I, kind of on that kind of on that subject, for me, great, like California's Great America was my uh, nostalgic student park, and it's like, yikes. Uh, woof. It's Great America. There's not much you can say about Great America, but something I do love from that place is they have a really amazing funnel cakes. And uh, they're just really good. They will give you diabetes, but they're pretty good. And they're worth a try. So. Well, yeah, I want to hear what Kai has to say about his favorite food. My favorite food outside the Disney parks, um, it, it actually took an unfortunate hit um, in 2014 when Diagon Alley opened. There is um, still a little New England galley type restaurant across from where the Jaws ride used to be. Um, in fact, Bruce himself is, is hanging there on a shark hook. Um, it is on the uh, edge of the lagoon in the middle of the backside of University of uh, Orlando. Um, it, it's just a little New England style um, like restaurant similar to what you'd see in um, Pacific Wharf with the Bodine's restaurant there. But um, it was cool thematically to have your clam chowder in a bread bowl and it was good food and everything. And you're sitting there on your little wharf and across the way you could see the excursion boat setting out for Amity Island and all that stuff. It was just this nice little cove of, of Universal that, that felt like it, it held the heyday of the park when it had some thematic resemblance before it was just kind of turned back into a studio park. Uh, now it's hard to find that stuff outside of Islands of Adventure. But Islands of Adventure does have the number one rated theme park um, restaurant in the world uh, for Theme Park Insider. So uh, this is just some website run by some people. Um, but yeah, Garrett, you want to talk about it? What restaurant is Yeah, there? I haven't actually been there, but I've heard great things about Mythos, which is oh. the like flagship restaurant of that area of Islands of Adventure right That's next to... Um, it's near, that's what, um, uh, Poseidon's Fury. Yeah. Yes. What is it? Lost Island or something? Yeah. Lost Continent. Lost the, Continent. Yeah. Mythos is equivalent to if you had put a restaurant into the current queue line for Ariel's Undersea Adventure at Magic Kingdom. Yep. It has yep. Five, um, waterfalls and rock work mm -hmm. and everything. That's the, the, uh, the one with the faces, right? With the waterfalls? Yes. It, and okay. it has the level of cuisine as well as the price tag of something like Blue Bayou. Oh. So very high-end food, very atmospheric, um, targeting more uh, like couples than families, but uh, definitely a very, very unique theme park dining experience. Can everyone go around and say, I guess, one 
sort of like food or uh, type of food that they'd love to see in like somewhere, like in a theme park that just has never been seen? I want a really good sushi bar. Like top tier. Yeah. I think good soup is hard to find. Like not like That's what cheap. I was going to say too. Like, yeah, like it's just that's a weird hole that now that I'm thinking about like I'm I don't think I've seen. You know, I'm I'm going to take the easy way out. It's hard to actually find decent burgers or American food at theme parks because you either get where they've just given you this kind of low quality option or you know, you got to go all the way to someplace like Carthy Circle and be ordering a burger to get a decent burger. So I wish there was some like, you know, middle of the road, Queen. just a nice burger, you know, sticking in and out in Paradise Gardens because anything fits there automatically. <laughs> yeah. So California Adventure, it fits right in. <laughs> Surprised they didn't do that sooner. There was a McDonald's there back in the olden days. No <laughs> way. Burger invasion. Also, yeah, um, there used to be McDonald's carts throughout the parks. There's the one uh, Frontierland right one. To, uh, yeah, Frontierland. Memories of those French fries. Uh, I want to uh, give a special shout out to two things from original California Adventure: uh, Malibu Ritos, just, oh, no. just for its name, <laughs> and uh, the ABC soap opera restaurant. You know, so the the ABC commissary um, that was in Hollywoodland, it the it was not transplanted over to Hollywood Studios, but it still exists in a form in Hollywood mm-hmm. Studios in the ABC commissary there. Um, oh. For those of you unaware of what the conceit of this restaurant is, it is a um, it is an existing commissary um, like you would see on a backstage set of a Hollywood movie production. So inside are com- some uh, modern props from different uh, sitcoms like Modern Family, as well as uh, some signed posters and all this kind of fun stuff, um, and some not high quality food, just like you'd expect on a backlot. Yeah, like the soap opera version was just like that, but it was... Um... It's even crazier. It's all built sets from, I think, Days of Our Lives and General Hospital. Fun fact, I know someone and am friends with someone on General Hospital. He plays the teen heartthrob, and I don't know the name, but I went to high school with him, and I'm friends with him. But uh, they had the sets up, and they had live actors doing, like, bits around you while you ate. And there's videos of it online, which I found recently, and they're really funny. Because it's like, Barbara, you're sleeping with, you're sleeping with my wife. And then, like, they slap each other. And then you just see families across the room, like, what's going on? It just, it doesn't fit, but it's really funny. And the, the actors are trying so hard to make this work. And I give them the utmost amount of credit. So, rest in peace, ABC Soap Opera Restaurant. Shout out uh, to uh, Sci-Fi Dining. Ooh, good food, yeah. great ambiance. Yes. Shout out to a future restaurant, uh, the Pim's Test Particle Laboratory opening okay. in Avengers Campus whenever it opens. Um, <laughs> it looks like it's going to be pretty cool. It is also going to be a brewery location and have some pretty cool stuff. And also, something that I think could be a, a little uh, uh, shooting star of the land, uh, Tanelier Tavon will be opening a food cart to dis- display uh, food from across the galaxy as part of his collection alongside the Guardians of the Galaxy. So, uh, I think, depending on how it goes, it could definitely be a little shooting star. Um, That's a but great little the, addition. The, the PIM test particle laboratory looks like it's going to be great fun. Is all of the food super tiny? Super tiny or super big. Ooh. I mean, they did call it a microbrewery, so potentially, like, 
What if it was just one giant like mac and cheese noodle? Like a bowl of mac and cheese? It was just a I'd giant noodle filled with cheese. Oh, oh my god. Uh, that would be amazing. So it's like a burrito. Call them cheese dogs. Yeah. It's like a cheese burrito, pr- practically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Well, you know, I'm definitely very hungry right now. So, I'm going to go eat a muffin. Yeah, I'm going to go eat too. That's lovely. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening, as always. Wonderful to have you here. Uh, this We've been the Officer Board and Kai. Why do I... I <laughs> and Kai. I was on this one point. You were, but you're not anymore. But you know that's that's just how how we roll here. Thanks for listening. Follow that's us how the like always. Crumbles. Leave us a like. Follow us on Spotify and SoundCloud and social medias at Slowcaped. We're here for all your fun little theme park stuff. So have a wonderful rest of your week, and we'll see you in the next episode. <laughs> bye bye now. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor.